Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's seven o'clock in the morning, London time, on Friday, the 12th of May. Profit-led inflation is coming under political scrutiny in the United Kingdom, with the UK Parliament announcing an inquiry into the influence of food producers and supermarkets on food prices. This comes as the Bank of England identified food prices as the main concern on inflation when raising interest rates yesterday. The parliamentary inquiry is part of a pattern that tends to emerge with profit-led inflation episodes. Profit-led inflation is most likely to occur at the end of the supply chain, not across the whole supply chain. It's visible in consumer prices more than in producer prices or deflators. Profit-led inflation occurs with either products or retailers that have strong brand status, who do not normally have the ability to expand margin. This makes profit-led inflation a rare occurrence, because firms are normally too scared of losing customers to their brand to expand profit margins. However, when such firms can deceive consumers with a story that disguises the margin increase as some kind of external shock, profit-led inflation is the result. This will continue until demand weakens or consumers start to rebel. The UK parliamentary inquiry is an example of consumer rebellion manifesting in a slightly different way, and it may mark the beginning of the end of this particular piece of profit-led inflation. Meanwhile, UK GDP in the first quarter rose by 0.1%, at least that's the latest guess. This is not an especially meaningful number, given that it will be revised quite a lot in the future, but there are a couple of points worth mentioning here. First, the positive growth comes in spite of an absolute conviction amongst some economic commentators that the UK was going to have at least two quarters of negative growth. There has been a tendency to be too pessimistic on developed economy growth, especially perhaps with the high-profile multinational institutions' forecasts. Data is less precise these days, and conviction levels in economic forecasting have to be a lot lower than the media headlines sometimes suggest. Second, the economy grew in spite of strike action – although the current estimate does include a decline in economic activity in March. This is all about adaptability. Railways going on strike has less of an economic impact in the United Kingdom now that 44% of the population work from home at least part of the week. There's more inflation data coming, with several euro-area economies offering final consumer price inflation estimates for April. The numbers are not often revised, so they're not often interesting. Import and export prices from the states have some novelty value, and they are not going to be ignored entirely, given the recent weakness of the dollar. However, the dollar is the global invoicing currency, and imports into the states will almost always be paid for in dollars. That, combined with pricing-to-market behaviour, means that the dollar's weakness is very unlikely to result in higher import prices directly. The United States is also offering the Michigan Consumer Sentiment Opinion Poll, which gives us the always hilarious breakdown of sentiment between registered Republicans and registered Democrats. Republicans are still more pessimistic on the economy than during the global financial crisis, 
and Democrats are still more optimistic on the economy than almost at any point in President Trump's term in office. That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.